So Noah had a little rain. Could you imagine being told by God that the world's going to be flooded and you'd never seen rain before? How is he going to flood the world? And you want me to build a boat and there's no lake nearby? Think about this. And then it's going to take them 120 years to build. That's a long time. That's a long time of your neighbors talking about you. Oh, who's that? Oh, that's this crazy old Noah. Thinks he hears from God. Supposedly the world's going to end someday. Building this big boat. But you see, catastrophes still happen today, don't they? We're having our own flood now. You know, the reason why God did the flood in the first place was because what? The people had gone astray. Well, have any of you watched the news lately? Of course, they're not reporting half of it now, but that's a whole other story, right? But man, our world is going to pot. Satan is taking control. And we're seeing what happens. The question I have for you is, do you want to be like Noah or everyone else? See, Noah prepared. Even when preparing seemed outrageous. Now, I don't know if that means go and buy all those, you know, meals and, you know, dehydrated meal things that people were doing. Remember the year 2000? How many of you remember the world was coming to an end? How could we, how could this simple device called a computer all of a sudden was going to shut off because of of the year 2000? Everything was gone. The world as we know it was going to be history. How many of you, come on, be honest with those of you who were around back then. The New Year's was coming up. Who had it first? Is it, what country has it first? Is it Australia or something? Everyone's eyes were glued to the news. And it hit there. And what happened? Nothing. Computers. I have a question. Couldn't they have just taken a computer? Just one. And put the year ahead to that and see if it did anything? Did anyone think about that? But see, we have false panic and true panic. And we need to make sure that we're prepared for God's future. See, we know what's going to happen because we have the book. We have the instructions. And it tells us to be ready. Because as our Messiah, when he comes back, is it going to be broadcast on Fox News first? Or CNN? Or MSNBC? Or any of the other channels? No. Matter of fact, I think most of them will either not report it at all, 
or say it's just a hoax. Right? Because that's how our society has become. But we need to be prepared. And I'm not talking about going and, you know, building houses out in the wilderness. I'm talking about being spiritually prepared. See, Noah was spiritually prepared. Even though his friends and neighbors were looking at him and laughing, he knew that God had talked to him. He knew that God had given him a calling. And it didn't need to be happen right away. You know, we're in a society now. We want it right now, right now, right now. We want it yesterday, right? Amazon is trying to make it so you order packages and they just drop it off to you, right? Airborne. If it's like most of my guys who deliver the package, I'll just do it from the sky and it'll drop down and hopefully there's nothing breakable in it, right? But we're in a society of now, now, now. But God wants us to be a society of be prepared and wait. Wait to see what will happen. Because that's truly how life is. If we are prepared for these type of events, then they're not so hard to get through, are they? You know, one thing I've been very proud of this congregation is, even during the, quote, hard times, our congregation has always done well. Why? Because we've been prepared. We didn't just wait about here and now. We were looking at the future. When the crash of 08 happened, we put in new carpeting. He said, why did we do that? Well, we had prepared, and guess what? We got great deals. That's what happens when you prepare. Because now you're in control. I remember when we had to meet and say, decide what we were going to do about the pandemic. And it really wasn't that hard for us. Because all we had to say is, okay, we're just doing everything online. We're already doing it. The foundation was already in place. And it's just like the scripture says, when you build your house on a firm foundation, guess what? You can go tall and strong. And that's what we have here. We're going to get through this pandemic. How many of y'all realize that? We will make it through. We're going to see the world change, though. I'm praying that they come closer to God. I haven't seen it happen yet. I think that's one of the reasons why some countries are going through round two already. You know, we have an election coming up. And I'm not telling you who to vote for, but I want you to think about a couple of things. How does the candidate you like line up with the Bible? Now, I'm not saying your candidate has to be perfect, because if that was the case, you wouldn't be voting for anybody. Right? But what have, and, and, and we have a unique situation, because we have 
two people that had been in office before. One is a president and one is a vice president. My question to you is, how did they respond to Israel? That should be a key question you're asking yourself. Look at their records. Then, how have they responded to the believers? Do what they say line up with God? Because I'm here to tell you that the scripture is very clear. It says, a man and a woman. And when we start giving way, we start getting away from God. We need to get back to God. You know, someone asked me what would happen if someone who, let's say, was homosexual came to your congregation. And I said, it's very clear. We love the sinner, but we hate the sin. But see, when you do it that way, guess what? We've actually had people who have changed their ways because we allowed them to come in love because that's what the Scripture says. We as a society, we as believers need to stand up for God's Word. And we need to make sure our leadership is doing that too. And it's not only on the national level, look on the local level. I'm going to be honest with you, I'm in, a, in an area right now and there's a Democratic person who is saying that it's okay for same-sex marriage and all this other stuff. And I'm like, and, and, and to legalize drugs. Oh, it's only an ounce. It won't hurt anybody. I don't want that person driving on, on the road where I'm driving. Right? Our country is actually on a very interesting plateau right now. Our Supreme Court is about to change. This is something as believers we should be excited about. Now, does this mean that whoever comes in, you know, you, you hear all the things on the news, right? Yet, Roberts, great example, right? He's a conservative, but yet many times on many issues, he votes on the other side. But you know what? He's been chosen. And we have to have people in there that if they will look towards the word, and guess what? Our nation was founded on the Judeo-Christian scriptures. That's why, they, that's why many of your forefathers, my people came later, right? Many of your forefathers came to this country to establish a place where we can have freedom of religion. And not just our religion, but all religions. So that's something that's not in other countries. I love all these people that are saying that our country's bad. I guarantee you, to a T, 
None of them have left. None of them have gone to the countries I've been to. Go to the former Soviet Union. Worse yet, go to the Soviet Union when it wasn't former. I was there. Met Judy and I started dating there. I blamed it on Chernobyl. I said she was glowing, literally. <laughs> I, I've been to Cuba. You know, I've been to these countries. You want to go, you think we have it bad? Go there. It's like stepping back into the 1950s. Now, if you love old cars, it's amazing. But if you love old medical hospitals, it's not. We are blessed to be here. Is our country perfect? Absolutely not. But we need to make sure that our country still follows the call that God has given us. So I really, I want to encourage you. I don't care who you're voting for. You've got to look at that person in, from the federal level to the state level level and say, do they line up with God? And if they don't, don't vote for them. And if neither of them don't do it, don't vote for either of them. Because that's what's important. We need to take back America. We need to take back our nation. We should not be afraid to be able to stand out in public and say, I support God. But that's what's happening. We're being told if we support God, that we're the bad guys. Kind of like how Noah felt. Remember, they all laughed at Noah. They made fun of him. Until that first drop of rain came. And then that second, and third, and 50, and 100, and millions. 40 days and 40 nights it rained. You can imagine when Noah saw that happen, and the animals start coming in two by two, and seven of the clean animals. No one ever understood that, right? When they taught you that in school, if you grew up in a church... They never told you why they had seven of the clean animals, right? Oh, you didn't know that. And because back then, what did they eat? <coughs> they ate, they were all vegetarians. For you vegetarians out there, you started at first. And I thank the Lord that he gave us meat. Right? It wasn't until after... The flood. He said, now you can eat. But you couldn't just eat any animal, could you? Could you imagine if Noah, who was a Gentile, would have eaten the food that most Gentiles love to eat, which is? Pork. Those two little pigs. One would have gone to market, one would have gone home, right? 
But that would have been it for the pigs. They've been gone. But see, the Torah was already there. God had already told Noah, a Gentile, listen to me here. The Gentiles got the Torah before the Jews did. How many of y'all know that? Because what did Noah do? He had seven of the clean animals there. And he knew he could eat those. Because God had provided the way. He had prepared in advance. And that's what we're called to do. God is not going to wake up on November 4th and go, that person won? How did that happen? He already knows. But we have to do our part. And I encourage you, how many of you have never, if you're of age and have never voted before? Anyone? Has everyone voted here? Who can vote? I know. You know. So, good. How many of you are planning on not voting this year? Raise your hand. How many of you already voted? Good number of you. I haven't yet. In my area, I could go, if I go to pre-vote now, I will wait in line. On election day, I will walk right in, I guarantee you. It's weird where I'm at. There's no lines wherever we go. They're like, you know, two people in front of you, that's it, you walk in, you're done. But we need to make sure we vote, because guess what? We can change the world. That's how strong our nation is. That's how strong what Noah did. He changed the world. And why did God save his family? Because he was righteous. And he listened. And he didn't, get, he didn't worry about what his neighbors said. Because when his neighbors started running to that big boat... And pounding, you can imagine, they were pounding on the, the wood. And Noah had to say, sorry, no room for you in the inn. That had to be a tough, tough day. But after that, they got on dry land and immediately... Noah started praising God. Built him an altar. Okay, so we know he got a little too crazy, right? This goes to show you, even right after that, man, our, our society still starts going away from God. Even after this, we will get close to God, and guess what? We will still have people Then once you do it, then they start going their own way again. But we need to stand firm. Because when we do, when we're prepared, guess what? We get to eat the meat. Because God's already prepared a place for us. He's already given us that opportunity. So that's the hope from the flood. It's going to be a better time. Be a better place. Our world will be a better place after 2020. We will have learned a lot. But it starts with us.
How does the, you need to really look to see how the people that you're getting ready to vote for, what do they, what's their stance on abortion? She just told us she's a miracle child. 39 years ago today, a doctor saved her life. Yep. That says something. God is still in the miracle business today. We need to make sure that we keep our faith. Because God is still in control. We need to look to see what our politicians are all about. I was amazed when I started reading up on one. And if they get elected, I'm scared of this person. Because everything they're doing isn't against me, it's against God. You know, what happened, and in, Arletha in, uh, has brought this up before. You know, we've now legalized gay marriage, so I guess the next thing is, Hey, if you want to marry your dog or another animal, it's okay too, right? Don't think it's not coming. If we stay on this path, <coughs> or we can get back to God's path. And we can see things change in a mighty way. So prepare for that storm coming up. One of the ways you, the ways, I can't speak now. One of the ways you prepare is who are you voting for? And make sure you vote. Look at where their stance is. And particularly on Israel. And guess what? There are Republicans and Democrats and even independents who love Israel. So this is not a one-sided issue here, people. Matter of fact, you know, but... Things are changing. We have people in Senate right now that don't like Israel. And then we wonder why their cities and states are having problems. The book says it. I will bless those who bless my people. How many of you want four more years or four in the next four years to be blessed? Then who are you voting for? The person who blesses Israel. You can look at the stance. Don't worry about what each one's saying and what they're doing and what their families are doing. Worry about what their stance is with God. Because that's how you need to vote. And that will make a difference. Because you know what? I don't want another flood, do you? I want to go on vacation. I want to get. A, I want to go back on a cruise. I want to be. I want to be like Noah, right? I want to be back on that water. Except I want my boat to have more than one window. <laughs> Think about it. He builds that huge boat, and only one window, with all those animals. I've been around horses. Can you imagine multiplying it by every known animal? It's going to stink. <laughs> but I guarantee you that one window took care of it. 
Because God prepared. So get ready for that next disaster in the world. Be prepared. Read the Word. Stay in His Word. And that will get you through. It will get you through any disaster. Because it's what we live on. It's what we thrive on. And it's what makes us who we are. I'm going to to bow your head and close your eyes. Abba Father, we just come before you right now. Lord, we lift up our nation to you. Lord, we want this nation to continue to be a blessing. Not only to Israel, but to your, to your word. Lord, guide us in these upcoming elections. And Lord, we just seek your face right now. Lord, open our minds so that we can do your will, not our will. And Lord, heal this world. Let this flood come to an end. Let us turn back to you now so that we may rejoice with you. And thank you for the table that you've already prepared for us at your son's table. Thank you for allowing to eat from that table and to rejoice and be glad in him. We ask this in your son Yeshua's name. And everyone said... Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand. Amen.